The hostages are reuniting with their families. What's next? We'll talk about that. And speaking of folks who are being held hostage right here in America by the justice system, the injustice system, by politics. We've entered Banana Republic territory. The release of the January 6th tapes, making more of that picture clearer every day. Julie Kelly, who's been following it from the get, will tell us what the latest release means and what could be coming next. Justice? That remains to be seen. Justin Barkley in today for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. My pillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. For instance, your towels. You go into stores, towels feel soft at the touch at first. Then you go home, use them, and you find they're not really absorbent at all. That's why my pillow now has my towels. They actually work. They're soft and absorbent. Now my pillow is excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels for you to try. What makes these towels great is they're now made with 100% long staple Sherper cotton. This comb ring spun cotton is is what make these towels absorbent and softer than ever. Right now, you can get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. With promo code BECK, you can get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, that's 50% savings. Find this offer, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square. Check out the new My Towels six-piece towel set and get 50% off in savings. Again, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. You know, watching some of these stories, absolutely heart-wrenching. The latest I I saw today from Julie's feed, and by the way, if you're not following her on uh, X or formerly Twitter, we'll give you the details about how you can follow her. Just type in Julie Kelly, and she will come up. It's Julie underscore Kelly, too. But she's been following all of this all the way back, uh, following part of uh, President Trump's legal battles as well. But she's posted today a story where a judge has told the uh, the person who's uh, being charged that they can't dip into like GoFundMe, uh, basically a fun crowd fa- fundraiser, in order to help feed the family. <laughs> I mean, something as simple as that. Maybe pay some bills. Maybe even legal bills. I just. Uh, it, this stuff, you can't make it up, the insanity, and it's largely not being reported outside of folks like Julie, and that's why it's being allowed to happen, because there's no 
sunlight being put on any of this. These judges and some of the things that are happening in D.C. Um, are just happening under the cover of darkness. But hopefully we'll put a bit of an end to that today. Julie Kelly joins us now. Julie, I appreciate you being here with us today. Hey, Justin. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, this story that uh, they can't, the judges said they can't use their their GoFundMe and all that. It's just insanity to me. So this is a defendant named Jeremy Grossclose. Um, he was not convicted of any violent crime. He didn't wasn't convicted of assaulting police officers or destroying federal property. He was found guilty during a bench trial, which means a single judge determines his guilt or innocence. Um, and this is Judge Chris Cooper, an Obama appointee who happens to be married to a top chief of former Attorney General um, Eric Holder. And the two were married by none other than current Attorney General Merrick Garland. Wow. So that should give you a little insight as to, and look, this is universal with these judges having ties either directly themselves through a spouse, whomever, uh, to this Department of Justice. Chris Cooper found this man guilty of numerous offenses. And then at his, um, when he announced his verdict on Tuesday, the Department of Justice under U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, Matthew Graves, another Biden appointee, not only asked for the judge to immediately remand Mr. Grossclose into custody, he snitched on Mr. Grossclose's Give Son Go account created by his common-law wife. They've been together, he told me, since they were 11 years old. They have two special needs children together. They've raised about $40,000 from the public. And this DOJ, now with Judge Cooper, directed or orally ordered that Mr. Grossclose not use any of those funds that had been raised. And How can you know, that even be legal? I don't, what, under what... They don't how care. are they? How are they? Well, they how are they care. mentally? What are the gymnastics that they are jumping through the hoops to make that that a thing? Or did they, is it just that blatant that they don't care? They don't care. There is no oversight. This is one of many reasons why we need either video or audio feed to every federal criminal district courtroom. Because unless you go there, and I have to pay to go to Washington, D.C., sit in the courtroom where no devices are allowed in, you know, the old-fashioned way, write down as much as you can, or you can go into specially allotted media rooms where you could see the proceedings, only the ones that are chosen, by the way, see the proceedings happening live, and then you can, you know, type it out in your computer or post it on social media. There's no reason why these trials and proceedings should not be accessible to the public, except for the fact that you have sadistic judges like Judge Chris Cooper, who gets away with all of this because there is no public oversight. There's no congressional oversight. I have urged House Republicans after they took over the House, I've asked them, here are judges, this is what they're doing under cover of darkness, right down the street from where you guys work. This is what they're doing to American citizens. You know, haul some before a hearing. Let's do our own J6 committee. Have Judge Chris Cooper explain why he did that, under what law enables him to do that. Haul all of these judges, why they're holding nonviolent offenders for nearly two years under pretrial detention orders. I've got a long list 
of unconstitutional, more importantly, inhumane things that these judges have done. And to your point, unless you cover it, someone like me, you didn't see the corporate media, the J6 reporters who are assigned to cover January 6th at this courthouse, you didn't see them posting about this. And there's a reason why, because part of it is to promote the agenda, the narrative of J6, also to cover up what these judges and DOJ are doing. So Mr. Gross closes public defender, Carmen Hernandez, filed a motion on Wednesday morning asking what law uh, Chris Cooper and the DOJ could cite that enabled him to direct him not to use funds out of a fund he didn't create and he didn't donate to that American citizens have donated to. So, look, this is, as I said, one in a very, very long list, and this is why we need public access to especially the D.C. courthouse. Julie Kelly's with us right now talking about the, the latest in, in these cases. And obviously we had uh, Speaker of the House Mike Johnson say that he would release, and we heard this before, but he would release uh, some of these, more of these videos, footage from that day. We've seen some of it come out. <clears throat> uh, what what have you seen that's that that you think has uh, made a difference? And is there any yet still to come? What's the impact going to be on all of this? Well, I think you saw the impact, Justin, not just from people on our side, many of whom have not seen the surveillance video. Of course, I was granted access to it. I have seen these videos of police officers standing by, allowing protesters into the building fist bumping them, doing nothing to indicate that the building was closed or that they were somehow uh, committing a crime. But most Americans have not seen this. So they were shocked and outraged that this is the first time they've seen this video. And then you saw the reverse reaction from the J6 propagandists in the media, people like Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, reposting well-worn clips of clashes between protesters and police that day as if that is the only thing that happened. So they are panicking because the release of these tapes is gradually unraveling their carefully constructed narrative. Millions of Americans, including lawmakers and even senators like Mike Lee, are asking questions why this video has not been released and why the January 6th committee, of course, cherry-picked videos, as we know, only a focus on the alleged role of Donald Trump and not everything else that was happening that day. So I applaud Mike Johnson. I do want to say that Speaker McCarthy's office has been working on this for months. I know for a fact that they've been trying to work on a platform that was easily accessible to the public because these videos just are not easily accessible. Uh, but I urge Speaker Johnson to accelerate the rate of release. These are This is only a teeny tiny handful of clips uh, he needs to release a lot more on a rolling basis so we can continue the drumbeat uh, to unravel this narrative and push for our own January 6th select committee that will do the actual work in exposing the truth. we got to take a quick break here. I want to ask you more about uh, some of these uh, that have been released, but also that committee and whether or not some of the stuff was uh, was destroyed, we've been hearing that maybe some of the evidence and videos may have been, some of that footage may have been destroyed. I want to see if there's any truth to that. Uh, we're talking with Julie Kelly right now. Uh, we'll be back in just a quick second. Got to take a quick just pause in the break here. Back after this on the Glenn Beck Program. 
Black Friday is coming, and the deal you won't want to miss is Blinds.com's biggest event of the year. Get up to 50% off site-wide, plus Black Friday doorbusters, only at Blinds.com. For 25 years, Blinds.com has provided a better way to buy premium custom window treatments. They're 100% online, so there's no showroom markups or waiting around hours just to get a quote from a pushy salesperson. No matter how many window treatments you choose, installation is just one low cost plus everything is backed by blinds.com's 100 satisfaction guarantee not happy with the final product they make it right give your home a fresh look for the holidays do what tanya and i do skip the horrible black friday lines and traffic with blinds.com shop blinds.com's black friday sale happening now get up to 50 percent off site-wide plus doorbusters their biggest sales event of the year remember save up to 50 percent right now at blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply Julie Kelly's with us right now, and uh, we're talking January 6th. And uh, Julie Dash, that's underscore Kelly, two over on X or Twitter, if you want to stay up to date. We'll ask her more about that coming up in a second. But we heard some rumors, Julie, that some of this footage or evidence, certainly we know it was doctored. We've seen the the way they had left things in or took things out during the committee and the hearings. But was any of it? truth to this that some of this may have been destroyed yes and i'm working on a piece about that right now not only that some of the evidence is missing uh and of course they were supposed to this january 6th committee benny thompson the chairman and nancy pelosi are supposed to preserve all records produced during that congressional session and turn that over to the relevant committee so all of this really should have been turned over to the house administrative committee well, Representative Barry Loudermilk has, you know, contrasted what they have versus what investigators and other records show that the committee should have. And there are big discrepancies in the trove that the GOP was given and what the J6 committee produced. Also, per a letter that I received that someone sent to me between House Republicans and both the Biden White House and Benny Thompson, all the video uh, interviews. Remember, they cherry-picked all the clips from Cassidy Hutchinson talking about how Donald Trump tried to strangle the Secret Service agent who was driving the limo that day, etc. All of those videos are missing. They have not been turned over to this committee. Furthermore, on that note, the, transcript, the transcribed interview with Bobby Engel, who was driving the beast or whatever they call it, the limo that day, that Cassidy Hutchinson said under oath that Donald Trump tried to strangle him for not taking him to the Capitol, that transcribed interview has not been released publicly either. There are hundreds of transcribed interviews, just the records missing, not to mention the videos. So uh, I'm doing some work on that. I believe that uh, Representative Loudermilk's committee continues digging into what they have and what they don't have. And I think that that's a great effort but look, it's time to turn the tables, which is why I detail in a recent Substack piece why the Republicans need to form their own J6 committee, not the least of which is the videos, videos that are missing, videos like surveillance that have been under protective orders for almost three years. But where are the missing records? 
Why was House Speaker Nancy Pelosi off limits in the J6 committee's investigation? Where are you know other report where are the reports of police brutality and use of excessive force that day which prompted many of the clashes that we saw you have liz cheney who just cherry picks protesters and police in these physical scuffles but they don't show what police had done for an hour before those Mm -hmm. scuffles began Mm -hmm. which is assault the crowd outside Mm -hmm. with flashbangs tear gas rubber bullets and pepper balls which agitated the crowd outside most of whom were doing absolutely nothing wrong. And were these rogue responses or were they orders coming down from somewhere else? Well, that's what we need to know. And it's important to note that former um, chief, Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund, who is really the fall guy in all of this, and of course he was gave up his resignation the day after Nancy Pelosi used him as the scapegoat, But he has publicly testified that he was left in the dark. He was not in communication with the FBI. He did not. He was not aware of the dozens of undercover agents from both D.C. Metropolitan Police, Capitol Police, Department of Homeland Security. We can go on and on. He was intentionally left in the dark. Why? Which, by the way, left his own officers out to dry as well. But someone ordered MPD, D.C. police to start firing on this crowd at about 1.10 that afternoon, which Justin just happened to coincide with the exact time that Donald Trump finished his speech at the Ellipse. I'm sure it's just a coincidence. (laughs) Oh, it's a conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. That's my favorite. Oh, so many coincidental uh, moments happening these days. It's hard to keep track of it all. Julie Kelly with us right now talking January 6th. And one of the things that I've seen, it's maybe one of the most, uh, this this whole thing is is really opening up. Okay, so this is one of the most, we've heard that they're going to start going after people who maybe were, around maybe didn't do anything just had somehow set foot somewhere in the crowd that day there has been talk about that there has been conversation about what might happen uh, who might they go after next and um, there's something even more frightening i think that that has devastating effect and impact today not just on that actual day itself, and I'll talk about that in a second, but I want first I want to ask you about what, what have you heard about how they plan to start opening up because they want to they want to bolster from what I've seen and heard maybe you've written about this too is that they're that they want to bolster these numbers and inflate them as much as they can the closer they get to the election here. They absolutely do. And look, they've already been arresting people who never went inside the building. The very first article I wrote entitled America's Political Prisoners back in February of 2021 was the arrest of Cui Griffin, the founder of Cowboys for Trump. He was arrested and denied release at request of of Joe Biden's new DOJ. And he was charged with two misdemeanors. And he, I believe, had a permit, like many others did, uh, to demonstrate on Capitol grounds during the joint session. So he was one of the very first who was charged. He never went inside the building. Neither did someone like Brandon Strzok. Uh, They tried to destroy him as well. He was also one of the first arrested. Matthew Graves, the D.C. U.S. attorney appointed by Joe Biden, whose wife, by the way, going back to 
spouses run an extremely influential $100 million nonprofit in Washington. This nonprofit and she are very involved in the effort to remove Clarence Thomas from the Supreme Court. Matthew Grace told the Washington Post last year that he expected the total caseload to reach, extend beyond 2,000 individuals. At the time, it was less than half of that. Matthew Grace recently bragged in an update for the Capitol Siege investigation, as he rebranded it, uh, 1,200 and counting defendants. You have new arrests announced every week, including this week. So they are desperately trying to reach that caseload, but also to keep this in the news as we approach Donald Trump's well, March 4th trial for January 6th. We're not going to let this die down. And Julie, uh, maybe we could talk more with you in the future. Obviously, Julie underscore Kelly, too, over on X. But where else can folks find uh, find out how to stay in touch with you? Sure. All my reporting can be found at my Substack Declassified with Julie Kelly. I've also done extensive work at Real Clear Investigations, uh, so people can check out my articles there as well. Julie Kelly, uh, thank you so much for being here with you. Appreciate your work. God bless. Justin, thanks for having me on YouTube. Uh, Glenn Beck covering this along with the blaze. Uh, you know, this this is a story, and they've got details and video that continues to come out. That proves uh, some of these folks, these Capitol Police officers, in fact, one very powerful one, perjured, lied on the stand. These reports are going to be significant. They're going to be critical. And the Blaze will continue to cover it all as far as I'm concerned. I've, I've been hearing all those reports and look forward to hearing more in the future. We continue to cover that in a story you probably won't hear much about. He's in Ireland now. In fact, 15 minutes away from where the riots took place in Dublin. What happened and wh how is the media covering and twisting everything that happened overnight last night? It dovetails into our immigration crisis here. That next. The Glenn Beck Program. Who's there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who's helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who's helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundation's in-the-line-of-duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their family. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veterans programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance events all across the country. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day. More than 95 cents of every Every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs, and the charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Will you donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers? Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. It is, it is wild to watch, and it's kind of reminiscent to me of the BLM Antifa moments. Uh, to see your city burn or to see any riot or anything take place in your own neighborhood, it is jarring. I saw that in my city in 2020. Living in Grand Rapids at the time when the city burned in some ways, there were riots, windows smashed, 
It was an incredible moment. I was on the air during the entire thing. And covering it, it was it was in a city that I originally moved to because it felt like Disneyland clean. It was just that nice. It was that good. Uh, the people in West Michigan have their stuff together, and it's a beautiful thing. We saw it all fall apart in the summer of 2020. So I can't imagine what is happening in Ireland, particularly Dublin, as we hear the story and see the videos coming out of what's buses on fire, buildings on fire. One of the green buses, the footage that's floating around on uh, the internet right now is completely engulfed in flames. The words out spray painted on the bus, but the the back and forth about what happened and who's responsible in some of this and where it all started breaks down to a story that is even more concerning. The media is spinning this today as far right activists have gone off the, the deep end. Well, where this originally started, where about five people, I think three of them were children, stabbed outside of a school. So now, apparently, if you are against, I saw this, saw this online, and I think yeah, that's good. Let's let's keep in track here. If you're against children or anyone being stabbed. You are now far right. If you are uh, against you know, pornography being taught in schools, indoctrination, you are now far right. If you are a feminist and you believe that women should be competing against women, you want to protect them, you're, you're now far right. These are crazy. I don't think we've ever seen times like this. But that's the case. People are seeing through it and they are they're fighting back on the Line with us now is Jonathan Dunn, a good friend. In fact, someone who used to work for Glenn and the Blaze here. He joins us now uh, to talk about, in fact, just 15 minutes away from where he is, what what has happened over the course of the last few days and where things settle now. Uh, Jonathan, thank you, my brother, for being here with us today. Top of the morning, brother. Thanks for having me on, and, and uh, hope you all had a th- happy Thanksgiving. It, it has been. I don't know if it was as eventful <laughs> As the last couple of days for you. Oh man! Yes. What? So, this so break this down. When I come back to Ireland for a visit. You've been, yeah, you've been here in America for for a while now, and uh, and just went back to take care of your mom, and have been doing uh, some time with spending some time with family there. But can you break it? Did what I just said? Can you cover it to clean it up? At what I just said? Can you break down what has happened and where things stand right now? Yeah. So. What happened, I hear the facts of the story, and then we can get into the, the underlying principles, which no one will ever want to discuss, um, because we don't want to have a discussion today. So the facts of the matter is that one thirty local time yesterday, there's a school got discharged. Um, what we know is there was a person hanging around acting very suspicious, had a knife on him, and proceeded to tr- stab three young kids. And one very is critical and is still, as right now, is still in critical care and is touch mm. and go. And one is a carer and one is the, the person involved. Um, information is very sketchy coming out um, from the police. They, they're not following any other lines of inquiry. They know exactly who did it. And um, we do know it's an immigrant. Um, but there's, they're, you know, because of the, the tensions that that brings up. 
um, they're not releasing a whole lot of information. Um, then last night, um, basically the city went into a bit of craziness and, and um, buses were, and the, the Lewis, which is like a train station, a uh, train that runs on the ground, um, um, was basically destroyed and put on fire and buildings were looted. Um, buildings were destroyed. Um, the estimates are coming already in a tens of millions of, do- of dollars worth yeah. of damage. Um, so that, they're the facts of the story. Um, what we have is an underlying tension that is not going to go away until we start having hard conversations with people. What you have to understand is Amer- our America is very different in the terms of political. There is a far right in, in Ireland. There is a far right in Europe, and you should be afraid of them because you have to understand their ideology. Likewise, there's a far left. And what you have to understand about these two factions is they hate each other, but they have so much in common. Their principles are about government. And what they disagree on is this. They all believe if you line down the far left and the far right, it's like, you know, the far left in America and some moderate Republicans. They both believe in big governments. They both believe in high taxation. They both believe in high regulations. They both believe in child care and health care. Any government policy you believe, they want it. Where they firmly disagree, where it boils to hatred and willing to kill each other, is the far left are, are communists. And the far right are national socialists. So what that one wants is the far left believes in an international type of socialism where everyone comes in. We should just accept everyone, whether you're an Irish person, an English person, because there is no Irish person. It's workers of the world unite. You cannot have a national identity. You cannot have anything like that. So it's for everyone. So I'm Irish, you're American, you're Scottish, you're English, you're Lithuanian, you're African. It doesn't matter. Everyone is entitled because it's the workers of the world unite. The far right says no. It's about the national system. That it's I'm Irish, and while I believe in universal health care and universal school system and all these different plans, I believe they are for Irish people only. Or if I'm living in England, I believe they're for English people only. And what you have is the far left and the far right both want chaos. They want this. They want mm-hmm. the destruction of the cities. They want the destruction of civilization. And the sad thing is, the far left are winning, because if you say something like that, let me give you an example, my mom. My mom is not very political at all. Maybe she follows the news, but she's not left or right. You know, she probably doesn't you know, know too much about the differences of it. But one thing I can tell you about my mom that would paint her as a far right person is she is one of the most proudest Irish persons, people that you'll meet. She loves Ireland. She's like, you know, I'm Irish and, you know, I love the tricolor and I'm proud to be Irish and I'm so glad I was born here. That is radical thought right now to the far right, left. Right. You know, if you say anything about you know, you're all these immigrants that have come in to Ireland over the last year, 18 months, you've had the influx of the illegal immigration. You've had the influx of the Ukrainian immigration. You now have an influx probably potentially from Palestine and Israel. If mm. you dare say, hey, should we question who comes into the country? Oh, what are you, racist and xenophobic? Oh, well, we'll take 10,000. But I say we should only take 5,000 people. Oh, there you go. There's, do, you see, do you hear the racist undertones under there? Mm. You cannot have a conversation. And this is something we are going to have to deal with. Because what you're seeing right now is the total destruction of society. You said it perfectly beautifully in the intro, where you cannot have an opinion where, you know, if you dare say in Ireland, you know, a man has a penis and a girl has a vagina. In Ireland, that's called a hate crime. A hate crime. 
That's simple biological fact, but it's a hate crime. They're trying to destroy us. And what we have to do is ignore the far left, ignore the far right, and unite as people based on a set of principles. And that is where America comes in. Because I hate being the person that always points to America, but it's true. You're the only country, and thank God it's my home now. So I'm not just pointing it on you. I'm doing this myself where I'm saying we have to understand why America made the world better. And it's not because of America and because of rah-rah and the people. It's because of a set of values. What you're seeing is there is no foundational stone in the world. Everything is up for grabs. There's chaos. If I may quote Jordan Peterson, what we need is a bit of order and structure. And the only order and structure that ever came in the history of the world was Christianity and the founding principles of America. Jonathan Dunn is with us right now. He's a good friend. And uh, this conversation, Jonathan, I, I <clears throat> you know, it's funny because uh, we could talk about this. We could go in depth and you and I could probably spend hours talking about it. Um, no I don't obviously don't have the time to do that, but you are an immigrant here in America. You're seeing this up close and personal you've seen the process you've seen how it's played out for you and how it's playing for some right now or just walking across the border i want to talk about that and i want to dig in a little bit further and touch on the principles the things that are are at stake here what what really is the issue how do we fix these problems these challenges that we're dealing with right now uh, but I've got to take a quick break. So if you're going to hang on, if you could, just I know we're... There's a long-distance phone call here <laughs> overseas. Jonathan is in Ireland as we speak. He's uh, near Dublin there where uh, just uh, 15 minutes away from him is where these uh, riots took place. And I think as I watch it, it could be a prelude, a preview. It's certainly a warning of things that could come here in America. And as he just mentioned, there's a lot of folks who want to see just that. They want the chaos. They want the division. They want to see it all crumble down around us because then they can remake it into their own image. What do you think Build Back Better is all about anyway? More after this. Justin Barkley and for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck Program. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. What are you looking for when you walk down the meat aisle at the grocery store? You're looking for some kind of real good meat that you can feed your family, right? You want something raised in America and you're looking for something close to expiring because that's the only way you can get a good price. If you are in this situation, what you put on your table matters. And that's why you should get your meat from good ranchers because you're going to cover all of those things. 85% of the grass-fed beef is imported from overseas, but not with good ranchers. They source all of their high-quality beef and chicken from local farms and ranches. And from every box ordered, Good Ranchers donates 10 meals to Americans in need. That's over a million meals so far. So do good while you eat good. Don't settle for less than the best meats. And don't settle for meat that's been raised overseas. Go to GoodRanchers.com and use my promo code BECK for $25 off any box do some serious good for yourself your family and others by having american meat delivered to your door goodranchers.com use the promo code back for 25 dollars off at goodranchers.com 
Our good Irish friend Jonathan Dunn joins us right now uh, from Dublin, that area where the riots took place yesterday and the story behind it. Uh, we've been talking about that, and I think it is a prelude of certainly a warning of things that could come here in America as we are being pushed further and further to the brink every day. We're talking about why that matters. Uh, first, I wanted to ask you, I'm going to get into principles and things like that, uh, but first I wanted to ask you, Jonathan, what the process has been like. You've been trying to come here for years. Finally, you had a chance to come here and work that immigration process, but you're ultimately seeing, as you spent years trying to get here, millions pouring across the border and every day there's more and more um how is that to watch that i just can't imagine oh it's if you want to do a poor me for like 10 seconds it's it's, it's a really rigged system um you know it cost me five thousand six thousand seven thousand dollars um i couldn't work for a year um i had to go through all immigration questions basically answer every type of question unknown to man and um, about my background you know my work experience and stuff like that and it's an invasion of privacy but for me it's worth it because america is worth it and yeah, I am but so wait, wait 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 this is why we need this process because you are the person who needs to come to america not somebody just wants to come here for a free ride or, or even worse. But you're the kind of person who needs to be in this country because you love it. Mm-hmm. I do, and I'll die for this country. I'm so thankful every day that I get to call America home. You know, I'm, I'm back in Ireland and everyone's saying welcome home, and that's great, and I appreciate that. But my home is Oklahoma, America. Um, I will go down with this ship and I will do everything I can to stand for the values that America made exceptional because I'm seeing the chaos. You know, I'm seeing it in Ireland. I'm seeing it in, I'm seeing it in our homeland. We're not, yeah. a, we're not immune or above this. This could happen anywhere. And you're seeing the far left become more and more radical. And if you dare disagree with them, you're a xenophobia or homophobia or racist. And what we need to do is stand up. But we just can't stand up and hit back. Because then if we, everyone hits back, all we get is black eyes, everyone. What we need to do is stand up. And America is the only country that can say, we're going to stand up. But this is what we're going to stand for. We're going to stand for the Constitution. We're going to stand for federalism. We're going to stand for the individual. And you know what else we're going to do? And it's because it's become too sh a bit of cliche. But we're going to be proud to be an American. And I would yeah. encourage if there's any people overseas listening, be like my mom. Be proud to be Irish. Be proud to be English, because if you are, it makes it that bit harder for them to destroy you, because that is what they want. They just want to see you as a cell, as a clump of beings, as nothing more than a part of a collective. Mm. The American experience is about the individual. I will stand with anyone who stands for the Bill of Rights. I will stand with anyone who believes in free markets, because here's the thing. And, and, and visiting Ireland has really shown how bad things are. The economy is crazy. Gas is through the roof. Food prices are through the roof. And just the, the overall optimism for the future. I'm, America's bad right now. We have a horrifically bad president. A president who barely knows his own name at any point. But you know how bad as America has it? We still have it that much better than the rest of the world. Mm. And I think that is the motivation thing we need to get back to and start getting to a set of principles and start looking optimistically because there is no set of values or principles that can compete with the American founding principles. We Jonathan Dunn, the world once, and we, we will do it again. I could hear you talk about the greatness of this country uh, all day long. I know folks might want to hear that too. I know you had a podcast at once. Uh, where can folks follow you and find you online? 
uh, if you look at Freedom's Disciple on, on Facebook or Twitter, you'll find me, and I'll be making some big news over the next couple of weeks as well. Keep an eye on it. Thank you, my brother. Wishing uh, you the best and, you. and praying for you and, uh, and all the folks there. Uh, the hostages released today, about 25 of them in Israel so far. None of them among the 25 Americans. That story continuing to develop. And, of course, we'll have the latest for you. The Glenn Beck Program. It's always a pleasure filling in for Glenn. I love this audience. Justin Barkley. You can follow me everywhere at Mr. Justin Barkley or JustinBarkley.com. God bless America.